1: in february this year in one of cape town's poorest communities rogue taxi operators use children as bargaining chips preventing them from going to school the taxi operators demands a slice of cape town's transport tender cake
2: on the second weekend in february an anonymous voice message circulated in Kailita, Cape Town. On Monday, children who do not use transport with cadetta stickers will be taken out of these cars, whether going to school or crash. If they are using transport with cadetta stickers, they will not be taken out of their transport on Monday. It told parents to abandon all scholar transport vehicles and put their children in Kodeta taxis. This topped the news diary for Leni Makasi at this community radio station.
1: This message had been now. Circulating in the social media platforms for quite a time, when we actually picked it up as a radio station, so we thought we might actually quickly um, act on that and find out the whole, you know, the whole truth about it.
2: My servant was approached by the members now. They told us we must leave now and tell your friends they mustn't come in. While Lenny was briefing his reporters at Zibonele FM, the traffic anchor Zane Johnson at another radio station, KFM, was receiving urgent messages about the blockade from his contacts on the ground. As a scholar transport permit holder himself, he was worried.
1: As reports came through, it was confirmed by the city of Cape Town traffic officials that the taxis were actually blockading the scholar transporters. They were then told to to sort of offload their passengers, and their passengers needed to take uh, the taxi to school if they wanted to go to school.
2: In Kailicha, reporters fanned out to work out what was going on.
1: It was just a matter of the taxi guys stopping each and every vehicle that had um, a lot of people inside, maybe about, say, three to four people and up. They were just stopping everyone, including private scholar transporters. And that caused a whole lot of commotion for the community at large.
2: That Monday, February the 13th, 5,000 children did not make it to their classrooms in Kailicha the battle lines between Kodeta and the Provincial MEC for Education, David Mania, were
0: drawn. It's been fairly brazen, in fact. Uh, Kodeta have uh, not only released letters and press statements, but have also uh, sort of gone on radio and done interviews where they haven't denied that they are behind the uh, taxi blockade.
2: For five days, Kodeta taxis ruled the road, and in Kailicha, thousands of children stayed at home. At the start of the blockade, all Scholar Transport were told to stay away, but it eventually became clear that the real target of this action were these big buses. A handful of bus companies run Scholar Transport in Kailija, many of them based in other suburbs on the Cape Flats. It's a service contracted to the Western Cape Education Department to the tune of 22 million rand. Kodeta spokesperson Andile Kanyi says they want to be involved. We said to the government, we need
3: to be part and parcel of it. We don't know how much the cake is because they never give us a full contract of the passes But we are also one of the most transport here in Kailita as well, so they must also recognize us.
2: In the hottest month of the year,
0: temperatures around this issue were rising. I saw kids struggling to get to school on time in the heat, and I'm extremely emotional and angry about this issue. I am also uh, a parent and I'm absolutely outraged that the taxi associations would take up to 5,000 children hostage in order just simply to extort money from the state here in Western Cape.
2: On day five of the blockade, the MEC fought back and he laid a criminal charge against Kodeta and applied for an urgent interdict at the High Court. In court, Kodeta denied it was behind the blockade and it found support from the Kaili'cha School Governing Bodies Association, which added its voice as a friend of the court. The KS, GBA, is a voluntary body which has an eye on other education sector contracts. Its chair is Lulamile Mkikeela.
4: Transport! Nutrition, books, cleaning material, security, all the business is taking place in their schools.
2: Codetta's taxi bosses left the court with private security. Guards from Kuwait Risk Management also patrol Codetta's head office at the Kuwait taxi rank, always at the ready. Is that the security company that's looking after your bosses? Yes,
3: that is our company, yes.
2: Now, it's a bit discomforting for a parent to see so many guns and yet it's the same organization that wants to take kids to school. It is, it is the
3: safety of our organizations as well. This is a company, this is a legal company and it is registered. This is a company that is also under court They cannot just shoot anyone. It doesn't mean when you do have a gun, you will shoot anyone, but it is your own safety and it is your own protection. You cannot just throw a gun in the public if you are not security or you're not police or you're not bodyguards. So those are our security and are legally to be there.
2: At Zibonele FM, community members had been phoning in with their reactions. Lenny Makasi took some of those calls.
1: This one community member phoned in and said, listen here, I saw that the taxi uh, bosses and the taxi guys were involved. I didn't even leave my house because I was afraid there might be a shooting and stuff. So most people did not even want to go on the streets. You know, people afraid of going to the shops as well because they didn't know how this was going to play out to the end. Oh, no!
2: Cape Town has a long history of taxi related violence, turf wars over transport routes are commonplace, many lives have been lost in the crossfire, and now school children were in the mix.
1: 98% of the people that phoned in and sent messages, they were totally against the taxi industry. Those people are dangerous, those people they can do whatever, those people are mafias, so those were the sort of messages that we got.
2: Many people who we approached in the community were too afraid to talk on camera for fear of reprisals. But we followed up with the Codeta supporters, the Kailicha School Governing Bodies Association, which we found near the radio station. Their chair, Lulamilem Krikela, argues Codetta's case.
4: Kodeta are part of this community. They are our angels, our aunts, our brothers and sisters, and our homeboys. So we support that they should be given opportunity
2: to participate in the transportation of our children. To shift the deadlock, the KSGBA wants to negotiate a new partnership and contracting model for all procurement for Kailicha schools.
4: We said the department, on the 1st of April, we would like the department to ensure that the company which is supplying our schools with food, we will identify the local truck owners to transport the food from them to our institutions as a way of creating a locally economic
2: empowerment. What you're saying is that local businesses must be given opportunities first by the schools that are in Kailit. Yes. And they must then plow back into the the, 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 the schools. Exactly, we want to use the recommendation
4: power. We must recommend that this business must be considered for contract after we have agreed with the principal offer contributing to the school.
2: The MEC for Education, until now, has refused to engage with this discussion or entertain Kodeta's calls for a different way of doing business.
0: What Kodeta uh, apparently wants is under the guise of a partnership. They uh, want us to circumvent a competitive uh, bidding process, which of course is prescribed in law, and simply award them uh, learner transport contracts, which is illegal and we simply could not uh, uh, agree to that because this is not a mafia state uh, here in the Western Cape.
3: Those allegations were coming from the MEC, which we are very, very, very disappointed because he never met with us, not even a single day but we heard about those extortion, all those things. Those are only pure allegations which we, we will not accept as in the industry.
2: On Wednesday, the High Court awarded the MEC his interdict, instructing Codetta not to obstruct or interfere with Scholar Transport. This week, big buses had special police escorts. Speaking on condition of anonymity, this bus owner says the operators comply with strict regulations to win their contracts, by law each vehicle, each bus will need to be roadworthy every six months.
3: With Western Cape Education Department, they actually request that you roadworthy your vehicles another two times, so basically it's four times a year. And I don't think in that way you can actually cut shortcuts. You know, a lot of the vehicles might be old, but they are safe and they are in roadworthy condition.
2: Despite being a legitimate trader, the businessman prefers not to reveal his identity. The transport tenders are up for renewal later this year. The drivers are scared, you know, not only the drivers, but supply chain as well.
3: All that we want is peace.
2: The blockade has left the scholar transport sector uneasy after it so dramatically disrupted the first term of 2023. Your
1: bottom line here is education. It's about getting children from home to school safely. And the taxi industry and the taxi fraternity wants to interrupt that. While the court brought an abrupt end to the most recent taxi blockades, it's only a matter of time before fellow road users are caught up in the ongoing public transport wars. So what's the solution?
2: We'd love to hear your suggestions. We love sharing these unique and eye-opening stories with you. If you have friends and family living overseas, they can also join in on the Carte Blanche conversation. Tell them to find Carte Blanche, Podcast now on all major podcast platforms.